0: The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing.
1: Hello, and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University, as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure.
0: Hello, and welcome to Exposure. You are listening to Season 13, and we're your hosts, Tessa Kresh and
2: Megan Samp. Today, we are with Natalie and Will from Global Briage. They just got... (laughs) Wait, did I say it wrong
0: again?
3: Yep. (laughs) 0 for 1, right off the rip.
0: (laughs) Take two. Hello, and welcome to Exposure. You are listening to Season 13, and we're your hosts, Tessa Kresh and Megan Samp.
2: Today we are with Natalie and Will from Global Brigade. They just got back from their trip to Honduras over winter break, so we thought, what better way to hear about it than to bring them back on?
0: If you forgot, Global Brigades is an international nonprofit that offers public health and medical-slash-dental brigades to various countries each year. We had Natalie and Delaney on a few weeks ago, and they talked about their experience in Guatemala, and since then, a lot has happened. I definitely recommend listening to Season 13, Episode 1 on impact89fm.org. Let's get into it. Um, I'm Natalie. I am a third
4: year and my major is human bio and I'm just a general member but I went on the Guatemala trip and then the Honduras trip.
3: My name's Will. I'm also a third year student. My major is biochemistry and I was a general member on the trip.
0: That's awesome. So how was Honduras? Tell us about it.
3: Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the compound was, it, there was a lot of things to do with the compound. There were multiple schools there so a lot of people to get to know even outside of Michigan State. And then all of the stations in, the El, in El Senso, right? El, El Senso. El is yeah, the name the, of it, yeah. The community was, they were they were a lot of fun. I think a lot of people enjoyed all the different stations and the hands-on stuff that they could do.
2: Yeah, so you guys were there for a week again? It was a mm-hmm. full week? Yeah. And do you guys do the same thing every day or do you switch it up and do different things? Do they have different, like, tasks to do? Yeah, so there's different stations. So this time we had a couple more because the COVID restrictions
4: weren't as strict as guatemala so we had triage um medical dental pharmacy like an ob-gyn station charla which is like a health presentation and vision right that's yeah, okay.
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> and um so basically what the president and like vice president board do is they kind of schedule each day so this time we kind of rotated like stations more so like we switch um We had, like, two stations each day. So then I had, like, two different ones each day, so it wasn't repeating at all. But some people repeated, like, just because they have specific, like, requests, I guess. But you kind of just
2: filter through all of them.
3: I actually doubled up, I think, on dentistry. I didn't do the vision Mm -hmm. station just because I'm a pre-dental student. So I was like, I would rather shadow the dental station more if I could.
2: So it's just, like, rotations. Like, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when you go to work, you know, like, you go to rotation, then you switch. Yeah,
4: so like we would start the day, like we'd get there around eight, and then at 10.30 we would switch to our next station of the day, and then we would be there for the rest of the day with whatever the second station was.
2: that's like a full work day, wow. Yeah,
4: it was a really long time, but so this uh, community was already helped a couple times with Global Brigades, so they were kind of like further along And so they didn't have as many, like, cases coming in. So we would sometimes end the day a little bit early, which was nice.
0: Maggie, so what did you do with that time when you ended the day early? Well, we had to, like, help them pack
4: things this time. So last time we got to just, like, leave and then go back to the compound. But this time we had to, like, unload, well, load everything that we unloaded earlier. Mm. So that took, like, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, not too long. We were still out of there really early. Yeah, we just kind of sat around and then... The drive from the community to our compound was an
0: hour or so, so it was longer than the last time. So tell me about this compound. That's where you lived, right? Yeah. So was it like a house? What was it? (sighs) I don't even know how to describe it.
3: I think they explained it as like kind of like dormitories in Mm -hmm. a sense. There was, so like the building itself was like a square and in the middle was like a courtyard and like a common area to like eat, hang out, do whatever. And then there was a kitchen. You walk up, get your food. Uh, tables, and then all along the outside, there was also rooms for people. We were split up by school and gender. And then there was like a little area in the back where there was a little pool, patio. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh,
4: there was like nice. a like, <laughs> yeah. big fields, so, like they had volleyball, they had soccer, and then there was like more tables along the back. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like, like an upside down U kind of, and then the courtyard was like in the middle of the U. But it was
0: kind of like summer camp vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's very, what I was well, say.
3: especially with the other schools there too, because so, you're playing volleyball with everyone. It was whatnot. like other
0: university, like yeah, global brigades programs. Yep.
4: Yeah,
3: yes.
0: so it was like there was Purdue,
3: Mizzou, Geor- Georgia, Georgia,
4: um, uh, Toledo. Like there, there was a couple. There was five Arkansas, or six like it was just random ones because some of them weren't like full chapters. Like they just joined another. Mm-hmm another university because they didn't have enough people so it was Mm. a couple random ones thrown in there
2: are you guys like all mixed up when you're like working or doing the rotations
4: no so they had um like each chapter that comes with each other they have their own communities so like their schedule was completely different from us so it was kind of nice because then they came a day later than us so their schedules were way opposite so when we'd get back we had a bunch of free time without anybody there and then they'd come back and then it'd get busy again how many members were in each university group? Each one was different. I don't. I honestly have no idea. We had nineteen in ours though.
0: Oh wow, that was bigger than I expected.
2: Yeah. So walk us through like a day in the life, like from start to finish. I kind of want to know like right your every move. So, do you want me to start from like when the oh, first like day when you we w- got like there, like when you wake up to yeah?
4: Because the first day we got there, it was a whole thing. Cause it was on the first of the year, mm. <laughs> so um we left detroit at 6 six thirty, i think
3: i think our flight was at 6.
4: yeah so then we got to miami around like 11 i want to say and then we got to honduras but the bus ride that we thought was going to be like an hour was actually three hours uh, what? <laughs> yeah and part of like more than half of it was probably in the dark yeah. so oh it God. was super disorienting and we had been like on a plane mm-hmm. all day so
3: Dark and bumpy. Yeah, <laughs> there was there was no way around like the potholes and bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. And it then, was it was kind of crazy being on the bus because it's just like a free for all on the yeah. road. Like it doesn't seem yeah. like there's many laws or rules.
4: I know, like there was like there's no lanes either, so people were just like,
0: so the driving is like, chaotic. Yeah. yeah,
3: it is. I so would, it was even it was even worse like. You're, it's bumpy, it's pitch black, Yeah, you're tired from traveling all day, you're and in then a different country. when we country. got to the
4: compound, like, it was dark, so we couldn't even see anything. So, like, we had no idea what the place we were staying at actually looked like. There was no <laughs> lights? Well, there was lights, but, like, everything around us oh, wasn't lit up, yeah. so we couldn't yeah. see until the daytime. That's so funny. But then, like, on a normal day, we... So, because the um, community was further away this time, we had to wake up earlier, so... Typically, like, all the girls would go up at 6.30 and then breakfast was at 7. And then we probably left by 7.30. So we'd get there by 8.30 and then we'd start doing the um, different stations, which we rotate through. And then once we got back, we'd have, like, a meeting to kind of talk about everything and then just, like, free time. Like, we had a bunch of free
0: time this trip, which was nice because we got to, like, get closer with everybody Mm -hmm. we came Mm -hmm. with. Oh, that's so nice. And at these stations, what are you doing? You meant you mentioned uh, dental, so you're helping patients.
3: Um, so the dental was a little less than what I was expecting. We didn't help out a ton because there's they weren't really doing a whole lot other than treating like gingivitis, doing cleanings. Um, uh, so I saw a few extractions, teeth. but yeah, we weren't necessarily <laughs> yeah. the ones doing all the pulling. But yeah. it was it was just cool to watch, cool to see. I helped and handed a few tools here and there. But the dentist
4: um, also had like a training dentist with her yeah. like she was in her last year of dental school or something i think mm-hmm. so she had to do like a shadowing year so she was like kind of having the trainee do more yeah. of it than
3: she me, was definitely the priority there yeah. which rightfully so but there was other stations like medical where we got to do a lot yeah, like i like, did my first injection which was yeah. sweet. Oh, wow. I i got so. to do
4: somebody's like blood sugar like where you prick the finger mm-hmm. and then um some people even like got to perform like a literal pap smear
2: what? what yeah how do you guys learn how to do these things like if i was going on this trip i would have no idea what i'm doing like yeah. most of us
4: didn't myself. to be fair <laughs> yeah, I, 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 going like, into the injection i had no was, idea oh my she was, was drawing lines states. she was like do
3: this do that put it here i was like all right <laughs>
1: if <laughs> this was in the
4: united states we definitely like would be breaking so many laws <laughs> yeah there's
3: gotta be but that
4: so set. basically like they would kind of like have us watch a couple of them first and then the doctor would never like leave our side, mm-hmm. so the people that did do the pap smears like she was showing them, and then she'd walk them through while they were doing it, which honestly like like applause to the patients for letting that happen yeah. like I don't know if i would, <laughs> if I was in that position, I mean, I guess there's no better way to learn than
2: to do it, and yeah to, like, it's do just it over like. Again
4: if I was one of the patients, I'd be nervous, yeah. personally. Like, I didn't Definitely. do any of the pap smears. I'd be too nervous that
0: I'd hurt her or something. Right. If you're nervous, then yeah. the person should <laughs> yeah. be nervous. So, what are some similarities and differences compared to Guatemala?
4: So, in Guatemala, the community we worked in, it was their first time ever being helped. So, most of them had never even seen a doctor before, where this community was on the end of, like, needing our help. So, it was very like seeing where the first community would get to eventually type of thing and then obviously the living quarters were completely different since this was more of like a summer camp and last time it was only us and the doctors lived with us so we got super close with them so Mm -hmm. I feel like this one was more of like a I, I don't know how to describe it they're just so different like people keep asking me which one I like better and they're just so different. I feel like I can't really compare them because some things I like better about Guatemala, but then other things I like better about Honduras. So
2: I don't know. Yeah. I remember the last time you came on, you talked about like the crazy medical stories you had in Guatemala. Was there anything like similar in Honduras? Like anything you're like, oh my gosh.
0: Or something that happened to someone else.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't know if there was anything like super crazy. Like it was more so like people, I'd ex- like, people in cases that I'd expect to see here cuz mm-hmm. they had already been like helped and like some of them are constantly going to the doctor now since they have access to it now so that's good they didn't need as much help from us which was like a a good thing and like kind of like I wish I could have mm-hmm. saw more but yeah I don't
0: <laughs> I mean, don't know did you see anything I
3: no, I don't think so Nothing that's relieving, like, honestly. too crazy. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Glad
0: to know that nothing horrible happened. <laughs> I know that's
2: what I was going to say. Like, you didn't have to pull any teeth out this time.
0: Exactly. I'm just imagining, like, a bunch of students, like, pulling teeth out <laughs> with pliers. And then also, didn't Delaney mention something about, like, a dead body last time? What?
2: Oh, God. No. I don't remember that. I don't Did I make but that it... up? <laughs> I don't
3: remember I, I hope not. Real. I hope not. We're there to help people. I
2: I remember, I don't remember anything about? I'm really trying. Um, <laughs> oh God, no, I don't remember anything. I about feel like a dead body. She talked about some guys like Forget hand I said or
4: anything. Oh yeah, yeah there she talked about a lot of gory like, stuff. Like, like calcium buildup in some guys. Oh yes, last that time. that was it.
0: Not the dead body. Not a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> would you go back?
4: Yeah, I would. But if we do another brigade, I'd like to like go to a different country just to experience more places. That's cool. Are there any
0: upcoming trips planned?
4: not that i know of probably
2: not till next year because we do like one a year what does honduras look like like i've never been there i'm like trying to picture it is it like scenic is is there water around it i'm not i good. would say it was
3: pretty scenic yeah I, I would a lot say of the news.
2: it was pretty
4: similar to when we went to guatemala but there was definitely like more greenery this time mm-hmm. it was less like dry <laughs> um, yeah
3: well we went during their dry season so mm-hmm. like Instead of, like, the dirt and stuff you would see around here, it was a lot of clay. Mm-hmm. At least it looked like it. But, like, like dried-out clay, like colors. orange and whatnot. There was a lot of mountains. A lot of the roads were cut through the mountains, which is why you could, like, see the clay on the side as you're driving. That's really um, pretty sounding. But, yeah, they're like, and the, the patio that I talked about in the back, there was mountains. There was, like, a little view that we had. You could see we the... We a really good view. Yeah, you could see, like, the clouds go through them and everything. And I think that was, mm-hmm. that was probably the, the peak scene, scenery.
4: Yeah, I would say... From what like we got to experience, obviously when we're taking off in the plane, you get to see like everything, which was pretty. But our view itself from the compound was probably one of the best views we got. I Personally, I don't know (laughs) what everybody else thinks,
2: but I posted them on Instagram. I don't know if you saw them. (laughs) No, I did. I saw a couple of those. I loved scrolling. I like literally was like, I know exactly where she is and I know exactly what she's doing. (laughs) Did you get to know any locals? Um, I did see a photo of
0: you with a bunch
4: with of kids stickers. with stickers,
0: <laughs> and I want to talk about that. That was our
4: second to last day, so instead of going and doing like a regular clinic day, we did a health fair day, mm-hmm. which was just for mothers and children under the age of five, I think, or something like that. Two to five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, all the moms came, and it was so cute because the kids performed like this little dance with this song to like greet us <laughs> i have a video of that if you guys want to see but <laughs> it was I very do, cute. Actually. it was I so cute <laughs> but um then after that they all just like got their height and weight taken and then we gave them stickers and then that turned into basically the whole day was just stickers <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah but it was so cute seeing all the little kids running around
0: and i'm sure it feels good knowing that stickers really made their day They were like, like, because we had tattoos
4: last time, Mm -hmm. so obviously the parents were like more willing for them to have more on them. So there was some kids with their whole arms covered, on their faces, Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs)
0: sleeves. Yeah.
2: Were there any like specific patients that stuck out to you or that inspired you? There was some really like talkative old men
3: that I enjoyed.
4: talking to
3: <laughs> i forgot i forgot his name there was one guy with like a jean jacket about. and a cowboy hat mm-hmm.
4: i know exactly i forget his
3: name about. but i had him at triage and i don't I know i had much him too Spanish, at charla
4: but... and he was talking my ear off yeah he just
3: he kept going on and on he was very oh. animated too and he seemed very like excited to be there which mm-hmm. was cool to see mm-hmm. honestly
2: can they only come one day and then they usually just leave no most of them
4: actually showed up a couple times like the guy that he's talking about had him the first day I think and then I had them on the second day of clinics so mm-hmm. some of them come back but this time I feel like the people cuz they've done it before so they weren't as nervous so they were like mm-hmm. more willing to interact with us and they were more lively which was kind of cool to see and then like my spanish has probably improved so it
0: was cool to speak to everybody that's great so was the language barrier an issue at sometimes um not as, you know
3: <laughs> Not, no. Not, <laughs> Not as much. Not no. Not as much. Me. I was going to say you might yeah. want to
4: ask Will about that. No,
3: I don't think it was that big of an issue because we did have translators. We had like 3 or 4 of them. Okay. Um there was always one at triage and then some of the doctors <laughs> knew English.
4: Yeah, like the like, I don't um, think there was optometrist didn't know any English. Yeah. So like I was in there the first day with a couple people that didn't know Spanish, so I was kind of translating the whole time. But if there were people in there that didn't know Spanish with nobody else to help them, then the translators would go
2: there. So it's kind of like as needed. They
4: would kind of follow Mm -hmm. us around.
2: That's nice. I feel like I don't know a one word in Spanish, though. If I went there, I'd be like... (laughs) Described with my hands and stuff. I don't even know what I would do.
3: I I was pointing a lot. You <laughs> yeah, know, one of the doctors was using Google Translate to yeah, try and I'm get sure. her points across. I'm
2: sure none yeah. of them know any English. So no, some of
3: them, them did, but I would most say, of them
2: didn't know yeah. any.
3: And if they did, it was like the broken. Mm-hmm. Like it would be like us trying to speak Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> sound so patchy.
0: What was it like coming back to America after a long? journey like cold that. it was yeah. so cold yeah, right cold. before we
4: came back we had a 24 hour layover in miami so while we were there we got a hotel and we just sat out by the pool the whole day which oh. was so nice and then we came back to michigan and it was freezing so <laughs> it was a little depressing but
3: the food was great though coming yeah. back oh <laughs> my gosh i've it. never we kind never of enjoyed a wendy's burger so much <laughs> in an airport
4: <laughs> breakfast was basically the same every day it was like eggs tortillas and beans with your choice of cereal mm-hmm. if you wanted which kind of got a little boring after a while and then
3: it wasn't that bad they mixed it up a little bit it was always like a type of egg mm-hmm. they switched like up they the had tortillas omelets a little one bit a
2: table, like well, like one yeah today. like a fried egg <laughs> yeah, or like
3: scrambled yeah <laughs> like
1: duck
2: egg today
3: <laughs> no 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 no, <laughs> no
1: that would no, be it was wild like
4: an omelet then scrambled eggs and like a burrito style so it was like they were changing it up, but then, like, I don't know. I'm used to eating specific things, so then changing it for a whole week to be, like, what they're used to was a little tough on my stomach, I will say. <laughs> mm-hmm. They had some
3: interesting juices. The juices were probably the, the my
4: favorite part because they had a different juice every single, like, meal. So, like, for breakfast, usually just had orange juice, but it was, like, not, like, normal orange juice. Mm-hmm. It was so much better. And then they had, like, tamarind, uh. Apricot, hibiscus, berry, hibiscus, like a whole range. Like I don't even know everything that we had, but they were so good. Some of them, not my favorite, but <laughs> it's how an acquired did, taste. <laughs>
0: how did the food work? Was it like someone at the compound cooking? Did you go to restaurants ever? Yeah, there was
4: like a like a kitchen on site, and all of the workers lived there. So it was it was kind of like a cafeteria style. Like so
3: they got, got in a line. People. It was like a. Mm-hmm. They, so they had a kitchen. They probably had like four or five people in there cooking. And then you just kind of walk up to the window. There's a translator yeah, like there. They, they dish ask it if out you have you. like allergies because there's a lot of people with allergies. And then yeah, you just I don't know. You tell them what you want. You get your plate, get your your juice, and you're on your way.
2: Mm-hmm. So you guys don't go... On- like you don't go back to the compound like for lunch like you're gone for the day they like Mm -hmm.
4: package us little oh yeah which was nice because it was like a nice break in the day Mm -hmm. that's cute Mm -hmm. but then like so the day of the health fair we actually went to the city so we got to eat like at those places if we wanted like we got ice cream which was really good and we What's went a, to a little uh, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I got a pina colada. Ooh. Yeah.
3: I forgot what mine was called. A blue Bluebird. Bluebird. Yeah, I got a bluebird, which What's was that? like Blue Corsair, Bombay. Uh what else? Was soda. There? And soda. It was pretty good. Mm. I liked it. It was a good. Bluebird. Bluebird. <laughs> it, I was like, you know what? I'll never like order yeah. that in a bar. And in they were so the cheap. US. Like
4: literally my pina colada was maybe like four bucks American dollars. Yeah, a lot of stuff like, was cheap. All wow. the conversions were so cheap. So I was like, I might as well. Exactly. <laughs> some
3: places were like picky. I, if you paid mm-hmm. with like American, like US dollars, I tried to pay for my ice cream and she wouldn't take like the $10 bill because there was a smudge or something. Yeah, on well, some it. of what?
4: the banks like don't accept it if oh. it isn't like nice looking. So yeah. like if it's not, God. like if it's crumpled up, they won't take it. My or, like, money would stain yeah. oh, anywhere. Like. <laughs> I know. That's, I just like
2: throw it in my purse exactly. or something. <laughs> so. I just don't even use cash anymore. Like, I can't remember the last time I even had cash. Right. Could you not pay, like, credit cards? In the city,
0: you could. Yeah, some places.
2: What's the currency there?
3: Lempira's.
0: Lempira's. I've
3: never heard
4: of that.
0: Lempira's, like, the guy that,
4: like, resembles Honduras. I don't really know everything about it. He's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy.
0: (laughs) We
3: heard about him a lot, but I don't know. We never heard about the history of (laughs) Mm -hmm. him, I guess.
0: Huh. But it's we'll named after him. Into that. <laughs> That's cool. So, you mentioned something about a city. Did you work in the city or did you only go to the city? It was just
4: like a tourist kind of thing. Yeah. So, we got to spend like two hours maybe just walking around, which is really cool.
2: How far was it from where you guys were? From did the you have to take the bus?
4: Well, we like take a bus everywhere we no. go just with Global Brigades. Um, but it was like 20 minutes, if that, from the community. Yeah. And then.
3: It was honestly, it was kind of like in between the compound and the community. Yeah.
4: Like it wasn't Mm -hmm.
0: very far at all. Yeah. So there were, was there Americans there that you saw? Not that we saw,
4: but like more people in the city knew English because Mm -hmm. like apparently that's a really big touristy area. So, I mean, I personally, like with where it was, I would never know that's a touristy area because it was like in like a, mini subdivision mm-hmm. of all these houses so like really yeah mm-hmm. like you can't just like see it out there it, it's hard to explain it was hidden
3: for yeah. sure like if i was just visiting honduras i would never you, like, like we it. like yeah. we
4: entered some like side street and then there was a bunch of houses and then we go down a hill and then it's just like this open court that's the city
2: is there shops or... yeah
4: there was a bunch of like restaurants and shops and stuff and there was these like huge staircases and it was painted like a waterfall, so it was cool. But Ooh. we went all the way up to the top. And there was these little kids yeah, chasing us. Say, following <laughs> us the whole time. Like, literally, as soon as we stepped off the bus, trying to get us to buy stuff, and they followed us up the staircase <sighs> and into the restaurant. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Little kids? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, how old do you think they were? Probably, like, seven?
4: S- yeah, six, seven. seven. They were really young. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would not
0: trust my child out there. Like Young that. entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> What were some bonding moments for the group? We played volleyball a lot. Cards. Yeah, a lot I learned cards. how to play Euchre. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Welcome That's to the hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> You learned in Honduras. No, we played we
4: played so many card games. Like we had a spicy Uno tournament on the last day. We played Mafia.
3: We played we know? started uh, Uno. out.
4: It's like regular Uno, but some of the like numbers have specific rules to it. Like there,
3: it's, it's Uno with extra rules. Yeah, so
4: like the translators who are from Honduras have one called Toxic Uno. Mm. And that one's even more Toxic than what we played.
0: But Toxic Uno? I guess
4: that's something in Honduras.
2: I don't know. Funny. I want to know what like, it looks like there. Like when you go to the community, you said?
3: We were at a, a, school? a school. It looked oh, like a, a middle school or elementary school oh. even. They just kind of push all the desks to the side cleared out the rooms and
0: were there students in the building or no 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 no, 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 no.
3: <laughs> like no.
0: the
4: OBGYN station was literally the school's computer room oh, wow <laughs> it's the
3: only room with ac yeah
0: oh, <laughs> what that's crazy and for the people in the community like when you you know walked around the community are they living in houses what does it look like
4: yeah they were how is this re- like we didn't go fully into the community we kind of just like met them at the school and the school was at the beginning of the community so we didn't see a whole bunch of it but
0: yeah
3: i mean there was like a wide range like some of them that you would see it looked like they kind of threw it all together with like i saw one that was literally pallets and like sheet metal
4: oh there but was then, that one we saw on the way there too yeah. it had a bus like the, the roof, roof of, of a, a bus, bus that
3: was just cut off and that was like the roof their roof
4: what but then yeah, there, would be, there would also be sick. there would also be like lie. clay <laughs>
3: houses like clay bricks and stuff mm-hmm, Really. but the like yeah the bus roof was probably <laughs> yeah. the wildest thing we saw it's
0: really smart and innovative I don't I you know you gotta work with what you got I guess
1: exactly
2: <laughs> I don't know where they had the facility yeah, <laughs> the how do you get a bus roof off determination
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you Just... guys
2: gonna go on the next one next year right yeah I probably will
3: I'm thinking about it. I'm in the middle right now. I would here, love here. to go on another one. You went to Guatemala, right? No. No. Only Honduras. Yeah. This was, this was so my this first, was brigade.
0: first brigade. So what was um some influential memory that you have?
3: I don't know. Probably my first injection. I think I'll remember that. Probably for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. It was the guy I remember. Like, he couldn't even use his, like, left leg. Because he was just... He had pain all the way from his hip down to the end of his foot. And so he hobbled on over to the room for the injections which was also the same as the where they did the pap smears and everything mm-hmm. um but I would yeah I would say doing that I'll probably remember that for the rest of my life I was really nervous I wasn't gonna back down from doing it um because the person I was with they would usually have multiple people at a station and so I was with one other girl and she had done steroid injections before and so she was like I'm not gonna do it you know so I was I had to step up to the plate. I was oh gonna make God. myself do it, but I was nervous. I I'm sure, you know, yeah, that's terrible. It all went smooth. I did great. Don't worry. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you experience culture shock?
3: A little bit, yeah. I was, I would say so. Like driving to the community, and I mean, I would just pretty much look out the window the whole time, was like jaw take to the naps. floor. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was You're kind like, of like, done that. like rocking me to sleep bumps.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't bang your head against the side yeah. of the, the bus window. They were very heavy into religion as mm-hmm. well.
4: Yeah, there was like, like literally on the hot sauce bottles, it was like, find Jesus. Mm-hmm. Back like, of a school bus, they had
3: like the, the two praying hands with like the necklace around it and everything. It was wow. like everything they yeah, had.
4: everything everywhere. But they were like the nicest people ever, like yeah. super welcoming. We never felt, like, unsafe or anything. We also mm-hmm. had, like, one of the rules for, like, groups outside of the country that come into Honduras, you get armed guards. So we had, like, these, like, policemen with big, huge guns wow. following us everywhere. <laughs> like, oh to, to go to the bathroom in that city, they had to, like, be followed and escorted by the wow. the guards. So safe. I know. I felt like we were, like.
0: Celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were your guys' parents supportive of this trip, encouraging of it?
3: My parents were, yeah. They were like, dude, you need to go do something. So, <laughs> you know, they were like, I don't know. It was, they pushed me to go do it, and they were a big reason why I went. Because it was something that was completely out of my comfort zone, something I hadn't done before. I've only really been to, like, Canada. Mm-hmm. So, so you
0: haven't done much traveling before. Exactly,
3: this, yeah. So they were like, why not? You need to go do it. And I was like, okay. I don't have a reason not to. Right. So,
0: well, no yeah. one
4: done oh, told yeah, you to
3: do I, it. Yeah, feel like a that month or so before I shadowed I the president of the Michigan Dental Association. Wow. I actually met him in East Lansing. His son was my orgo lab partner. Wow. So I was like, what are the odds of that? But he told me if you can ever do like, uh, I think he literally told me to do if I could do a brigade that I should. Ah. He was like, that'll look great on a, a dental school application. Yeah, I so I was like, all right, it's set in stone. That looks like I am going to Honduras.
0: Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? I can show you guys that video of the little kids singing. If you want to check out the pictures we talked about from their trip and the little kids dancing and singing, check out our website at impact89fm.org.
2: I definitely recommend. It's very cute. All
0: right, well, that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whiting, and
2: program director, McKenna Lowndes. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. This episode marks the start of season 13. If you're interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you're interested in what's going on next week, you can tune back in and we'll see you back here. You've been listening to Exposure.
1: Exposure. This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us again on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.